Amazing. Anyway, so got a lot of things to be thankful for. So our title today would be Being Thankful for Ang tanong niya, buat para kang itagradesa sa Maromak ba? Ang tanong niya, titul ba o hindoron maka ita ihafuan agradesa mentunian. Agradesa. All right. Let's all stand up. Let's read the Word of God today. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16, 17, and 18. Let's begin. Always be joyful. Everyone, everyone at the same time. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Can we read that all together again? All right. Let's start from verse 16, 17, and 18. 16. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Diyan kata kita na fatin haksolok. How iha? Tetun. Okay, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Haksolok bebeek ba? Sempre halo orasaun. Iha situasaun saida det agradese ba nai maromak tan maromak hakarak ema hotune betuir nai Kristu Jesus halo nune. Mai tales ndatan, tales ndatan. Can you just read one more time? One more time. Sure, sure. Italian mo dokin tetun. Ya tetun. All right, tetun. Ida ruatolo. Haksolo bebek ba sempre halo orasaun. Mai tales mo dok. Iha situasaun saida det agradese ba nai maromak Tan maroma kakarak ema hotu nebe tuir nai Kristu Jesus halonune. That's beautiful. Lord, we pray that you will come to understand your word today. And this is something that we have to do. Our motivation. Not only for this year, but for next year. We pray that you would lead us, Holy Spirit, to the truths of your words. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please do you have a seat. Now, when you talk about being thankful, being thankful, and getting it from that verse. No, forty or six verses. I was thinking of uh, I was thinking of um, what should be our attitude. How how attitude? What should be our attitude, and what is the will of God for us with respect to thankfulness? Now, if you look at the last verse that we have read. It says there, Tan maromak hakarak emahoto ni betu wir nai Kristo Jesus halonune. What is that referring to? Antawid na refer basa yida. Okay. So if you look at the English version, it says, "For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus." Don't say karikim hariba versaw ng English niyan. Dene maromak ni hakarak ba imin ba magtuir Kristo hatu halonune. What is this God's will for us? No, sir, maromak ni. Sir, maromak ni nivon tade ba ita? Mema magkristaun sira. When we look at the verses, it will give you three things. You can talk about it as motivations. 
Attitudes. Attitude. Or commands. And this is what God wants us to follow. This is what God wants us to embrace in our lives. It will talk about joyful, uh, being joyful always. It will talk about being thankful all the time. And of course, uh, it, it will also talk about being prayerful. No, idenemo sekulia kona ba ida na fatting halora sound. So, when you when you look at the word God's will here, tama ngayon yari mahal ko na maliyafuan maromak ni wontade yane ba. It's talking about us who belong to Christ Jesus. Untang dene kulia kona ba ida sa nine ba ida Kristo niyan. So it's talking about you who are in Christ. That means you're a Christian. So rejoicing, praying, and being thankful is all part of the Christian life. Before, we used to just follow God's will because we are forced to do it. But now, because Christ is already in you, your motives are more important to God than anything else. Why are you doing what you're doing? God looks at that in our hearts. Now, looking at it, what is God's will for us then? Now, let's look at the first verse. It says, always be joyful. Okay, yeah. Alright, so that's what God wants us to be. The word always there would mean all the time. It would actually mean evermore. So it doesn't matter what situation you have. The word always be joyful means you have to show joy and exhibit joy all the time. Um, When we went to the immigration office uh, about two weeks ago, I really got so frustrated. The joy of the Lord, I lost it. I forgot that I had always, I always have to be joyful whatever circumstances I may have. The reason being is that we were not able to submit our documents on time. And because of that, penalties were, uh, were, were, I mean, I'll have to pay penalties. And penalties are, that means, um, that's a lot of money actually. At that very point, I forgot this. Always be joyful. I was so down. 
I forgot that my joy doesn't come from any circumstances that I may have. My joy should be coming from the joy that God has for me. I remember a scripture that I always say to myself. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I would always tell that to myself. The joy of the Lord is my strength. But I, I wasn't joyful. Now, when you look at this word joy, it actually comes from the word Greek word Cairo. And Cairo happens to be grace. And when you talk about grace in the Word of God, it talks about what Christ has already done for us. So the word joyful in, in the Bible really has its roots deep in the grace of God. That's why we have to be joyful always. Now if you look at this scripture in Philippians, it explains even more that this joy has to be in the Lord. Go ahead, bro. In English, it means always be, come on, let's read it in English. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. So, let me underline the word in the Lord. If you look at that, your joy is in the Lord and no one can take that away from you. Nothing should take that away from you. So that's why Christians are the most joyous, pe- uh, joyous people on earth. Have you noticed when you became a Christian? People around you started to see something new. You're not the grumpy old man anymore. <laughs> you begin to smile really and really have that, uh, that, that uh, what do you call it? There's a word for, for, the, for, for what people see in your face. It becomes different. Now, you look at, uh, at Gracie now. <laughs> and you look at her. <laughs> and you look at her face when, he, when she got saved. When, when, she, when she was just being engaged by, by the 10 days team. <laughs> And if you look at the old fa- old pictures, you would say the Lord is really alive. Okay. <laughs> but 
You see, that's that's a thing. The Christians, even though in its deepest and their hardest uh, situations, they are still joyful in the Lord. Now listen, it's easy to be joyful when you have your good and pleasant circumstances, right? But what are you going to do if the door, the metal door gets stacked up? <laughs> we, we, we had a situation, when was that? Two nights ago. Two nights ago we had a situation. We were not able to close the door properly. <laughs> so, are you still going to be joyful? <laughs> Although it's, it's fixed now, okay? It got fixed. But fixing it wasn't easy, okay? Now listen, you can be joyful in the Lord, but the Word of God says always. And when you talk about always, that means it has to continue all the time. There should be no time that when I look at Diko, Diko is downcast. Yeah, because his joy is in the Lord and therefore he has to continue day in and day out to be joyful in the Lord. You know that? that, that, that that's what it means by always. And then notice this, it is full of joy. How can you be filled with joy? When you spend time with the Lord. Whenever you go to the presence of God every day. He fills you up again with joy. He makes you understand again His goodness in your life. And then you can continue to rejoice. Let's read that again. Everyone. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again. Rejoice. Come on. Can you say that? Rejoice. Rejoice. One more time. Come on. Rejoice. 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 All right. This guys, uh, I'd like to show a picture here. We, you remember this, Diko? We, we went to Likisa. I was with Diko and uh, Shirley. And we went to this camp of uh, the youth from Sitam. And it was a good, it was a good uh, opportunity to be able to speak God's word to them. My topic was about how can a young man keep his way pure. So after I preached, I see them really very happy. Look at that. Yeah, we, were, we were sent off by this couple, the pastors of Sitam. That's going to be, well, you know them, right? Pastor Joseph and Alice. They're Kenyan missionary pastors here. So that was Friday. You remember that? Uh, it was for Friday, right? We went there on a Friday. No, something happened on Saturday morning. Very early on Saturday morning, 
there were officials of Likisa. Yeah, Chefesuko, uh, the one, the one, um, the one heading the education, the administrator from a Catholic church, the policemen were all there in the camp. And you know what they did? They said, you have two hours to vacate this place. They're supposed to stay there until Sunday morning. And you know why were they doing that? Because they were saying that this that these kids are doing culto right there in the place. And because of that, they don't like it. And they want them to be sent away. And after, um, well, Pastor Joseph had all the papers for this done and fixed. And then Pastor Joseph niya halo documents sira by completo no diakoto. And um, it was signed by the officials that are supposed to give him the permission to be able to do that there. But the people around that area wanted them out because they don't want the presence of any Christian activity there. You know what? It felt bad for them. So they cannot do anything. And a policeman was left there to look to, to look after them to see to it that they are gone in two hours. But while they're doing that, well, they they still praised and worshiped the Lord. And during the time, uh, the policeman was just observing. The police, the policeman was observing. And you know what? At the end of it, the policeman said, actually, um, I feel you and I know that what you're doing with these children is something that will change their lives. And the policeman was so gracious. To, but they still had to go out from Likisa. They moved back to a place here in Dili. They had to find a place where they can bring those, those hundred students. And at the end of it, you could still see the joy in the heart of the couple. I was listening to Pastor Joseph's story actually. But you just know that even in times of difficulties like those, they were still joyful in the Lord. In the time when, when Paul was writing this to the Thessalonians, they were under persecution. 
Sira iha presegesaw ni laran. Uh, they are under um, there were also some problems inside. Iha mos problema problema balo iha igreza ni laran. It was a problem amongst leaders and amongst members of the church. Ya problema ba makiha kona ba di laran sira mos member igreza ni laran nian. But Paul was reminding them even in the midst of these problems always be joyful in the Lord. Paulo vahanoin ba sira kata kemas ke ya problema sirane kita nafatin hak solo kenai maromak. Because your joy is really connected to what Christ has already done for you. Tambah tabotin hak solo sempria konak saun ba sedema Kristus halote nambah tabot. And Jesus was talking to his disciples about that joy. Antan Jesus koleban disiplus sira konak ba hak solo kidane. He was telling them that no one and nothing can take that joy away from you. Ni dia basira kata kelaiha ya maida no bot lahe bot rumah bele hak saite hak solo kenai husita bot. Now that's our first Uh, first point. Be joyful always. Okay, can we say that again? Okay, Be joyful always. All right. Now, let's go to our second point. What else? Alright, so what else should we be? What else is God's will for us? So God's will for us is to be joyful all the time. And the second is coming from verse 17. It says, come on, let's read it. Sempre halo orasan. Okay? Sempre halo orasan. And when you say that in English, that would be in Never stop praying. All right? Never stop praying. In another version, it means pray unceasingly. Now, the good thing about the word praying here, um, I like the Greek word of this one. It came from two words. It came from pros and yukomai. And the word pros actually means to uh, to move towards. To be near. It, that, that's what it means by pros. To be near. Atu say basic ba. And the yukomai word actually means worship. So praying is really drawing near to God in worship. So it talks about an, it talks about intimacy in relationship. We're not talking about prayers that are memorized. It's not how long you pray. But how often you actually pray with complete dependence on God. I remember when, when that immigration thing happened to us. I had to separate myself from my family for a moment. 
How tengo que separar a una ana, a una familia y a un momento balo. So they were all in the car. Sira otro ya carreta. And I told them, let me just walk. No how dia masira. We're all going back to the center. Sira no mai fuera centro ne, sira how dia masira usi kau laude. I had to walk. How akarak lao. Because I had to pray. I had to express my full dependence on God while I was walking from immigration back to the center. That's usually what I do. When I walk, I pray. I would talk to the Lord. I would pour out my heart. I would even cry. I can feel the nearness of God every time I do that. I don't know how you pray to the Lord. How you express that earnest longing and dependence on God. But I pray that it will be without ceasing. The word never stop also means always. It also means constantly doing it over and over again. You could have your personal time with the Lord. So, for example, you pray every six o'clock in the morning when you wake up. But your time with the Lord in praying doesn't stop there. The rest of the day, your waking hours, you should be connected to the Lord. When you have difficulty in your work, You can just simply ask the Lord, Lord, would you help me, give me wisdom on this one? When you're having a problem with your children, you could immediately just say, Lord, I don't know what to do with my child. Would you change his heart? Would you open his mind? Those are your Prayer time with God. Um, I remember a story that that Mayo was was sharing about Alcina. I think Alcina's daughter or son was sick. Is it a son? Okay. Uh, a member of the family was sick. Her child. And then And um, she doesn't have a way to be able to bring the, 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 the child to the hospital, and so she doesn't know what to do. But then she remembered what Mayo had told her to pray. Tell the Lord about her situation. And so her child was sick, very sick. And so she embraced her child and began to ask the Lord, Lord, I pray for my child that you would heal her. She prayed so intimately that she received a miracle from God. Amazing, right? That's how you pray. 
God doesn't want us to stop praying. Never stop praying. Can, can you tell that to this to to your neighbor? Never stop praying. Come on. Uh, never stop praying. All right. So your prayers should be prayers from the heart. So whether words are uttered by you. Or maybe you're just silent before God and your your heart is speaking directly to the Lord. As long as it be, it becomes spontaneous. You can do it anywhere. You can do it while you're riding a bemo. While you're driving your motorbike, while you're walking towards your school, while you are working right there and fixing some things, whatever you're doing, never stop praying. Be connected with the Lord all the time. This is God's will for you. So that means we have to be prayerful always. One more time, can you read this with me? Go. Be prayerful always. Be prayerful always. Right? Be prayerful always. Amazing. Um, we were praying for something. And when... I remember my, my kid, my kid would always tell me, or our kids would tell us that daddy provision will come. You remember that story that I was talking about where we had to pay the penalty for, for our visas? Our kids would always tell me, dad, more provisions will come. And true. Uh, provisions came. Provision my. And God is just good in um, showing Himself faithful to me. But I was prayerful. And I hope that you are prayerful as well. Because every time you pray, you are fellowshipping with God. You're telling your God the Father, I'm so dependent on you, I know I cannot do this without your presence. And if you do that always, you will grow in that consciousness of His presence every day. The Holy Spirit is with you. You can talk to the Holy Spirit. You can talk to God the Father. You can talk to Jesus. But the Holy Spirit is always with you. He is the nearest representation of God. Right with us. And you remember there was a promise from God. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Alright. Let's, let's go with our... What, what was our first point? Eddie, what was our first point, bro? Be 
Be joyful always. Second point is here. Let's read it again. Be prayerful always. Now what else? What else is God's will for us? Let's, let's read this one. The first part of the verse uh, 18. That's nice. Right? You gotta be thankful always. Now, many times, we are thankful, our level of thankfulness depends on on how much we receive. It's like when you receive just little, you just thank God little. When you receive something big, you actually what? You actually uh, thank God as big as that as well. Okay, savor example. <coughs> example. Eliza. Eli, right? Eliza. Eliza has a has a debt. Example and also, Crispina has a debt. But Elisa's debt is about $100 only. But her debt is $100,000. That's a lot of money, right? Okay, and then here comes Akin. Now, Akin is a very generous man. <laughs> and because she, he has a lot of money, he said, Eliza, I'll pay for your $100. Don't worry about it. Okay? And then he goes to Crispina. Crispina, I'll pay for that $100,000. Don't worry about it. Now, who do you think will be most gracious? Crispina, of course, right? Because she thinks she has a debt that is so much. She can never pay it, and she knows that. But how about Eliza? Eliza will also be thankful, right? Because as a high school student, he doesn't have, she doesn't have any money to pay for $100, right? She'd also be thankful. Now when you look at it, her debt was greater than hers. But reality is, before the Lord, we have the same debt. It's at $100. It's at $100,000. But something that we can never pay off. The debt of sin. And because we have the same debt of sin, every one of us should be 
should should realize that we have to give as much thanks to God for what Christ has already done for us. Ang itaw todo tangi fo agradece ni mamani maromak barak liutan tamaserama Kristo haluten hita ni mores. You have to look at yourself as the one who is the worst of sinners. Imi hareba imi ni mores ang sayman bemakana kon ho salalos. And Paul the apostle was always looking at that. He said, "I am the worst of sinners. That's why I appreciate so much what Christ has already done for me." If I look at it, I am also a man of so many debt before God. And just like Paul the apostle, I could say. I'm also the worst of sinners. That's why I am so thankful for what Christ has already done. Now, if you look at this word, be thankful in all circumstances. It talks about that no situation should cause you not to thank God. I don't have money anymore. Should I still thank God? The answer is yes. I had an accident. Should I thank God? The answer is yes. I wasn't able to go to my district because there was no more space in the bus. Should you thank God as well? Definitely, yes. I don't have a job yet. I'm already a graduate. And it's been a year or two that I don't have a job. Should I be thankful to God? The answer is yes. Because when you thank God, your basis is what He did for you on the cross. It's not on your circumstance. It doesn't matter if you're being persecuted by people because of your faith. It doesn't matter if your parents doesn't want you to become a Christian and continue to follow God. In fact, He doesn't want you in that job that you have because you are working with Christians. But our thankfulness is dependent and will always be because of what Christ has already done for us. And here's the thing. Romans 8.28 would say. You remember that? Some of you have memorized Romans 8.28. It says that God works everything for the good of those who love him and those who are called according to his purposes. Can I just have the Tetun translation? Tetun translation. Can we, can we? I don't have it. Yeah, Roma kapitlu walu versikul rasional dia kata ita hatene katak sa ita hadomi ne maromak entau sere makontese ita ne moris maromak uza buat sere hotu bagita ne diak tama maromak bolu ona ita sainya ema tuirnya planu rasik. So that means no combination of anything that will happen to us as Christians. Entau ne katak layak kombinasian babotron memak akontese bagita tambah Kristus. It's entirely bad. Buat sere hotu 
Mateona. Yes, your parents may have died. Okay. Oh, karik loss the bot ni naman Mateona. Yes, maybe you have lost your job. Oh, darum ay the bot lako and the bot ni servisu. And I think uh, some people have just lost their jobs lately. And it may seem bad, right? It may seem bad. But the reality is because God is faithful to His promise, He will turn things around. So that means to say any bad situation in your life, God can use it and God can turn it to something good that will glorify Him. So that's why we always have to be thankful. Now there was a story about some people who were healed by Jesus Christ. If you remember this story, this was in Luke chapter 17, and it talks about the ten lepers. Alright, ten lepers. If you look at the ten lepers, Jesus was going through one town, and he met these ten lepers. And then they cried out to Jesus, Jesus, heal us. Because those lepers can never go near people. They always are far away from people. Because leprosy is a contagious disease. Right? It's a contagious one. So, here we are. Jesus said, "Okay, you're you go and show yourself to the priests." That was that's what Jesus said. And notice that when you go to the priest for a person who is sick of leprosy, that means that person is already healed. Because the priests are the one who would tell you, "You are completely healed. You can go back to your community." So he would testify that you are now completely well. And so these ten lepers started walking towards where the priest is. And then one of them suddenly realized, I am already healed. There are no more, uh, there are no more leprosy. On my skin. And he knew he was healed by Jesus. So the rest of the nine continued to go to the priest. But he turned around and went back to Jesus. And why was he doing that? Because he was thankful, he was appreciating, he was praising Jesus for what he has done. And Jesus had to ask. Okay, here's the question. Go ahead, bro. So, all the nine, they did not even recognize that Jesus healed them. 
ida day ida ne date makafila mai fo agrade sabana maroma kan tahun sira nain sia se lok sira rekomendasi kata maroma kura sira yeah so in english it's jesus ask didn't i heal 10 men where are the other nine has no one returned to give glory to god except this foreigner what can you see here sira mai tebot hari ene ba Many times we receive blessings from the Lord. And we are not really thankful for God about it. Now if we are like that, we are not thankful. That is a sin. We commit sin whenever we don't thank God for the little things and for the big things that we receive. Halo example, you don't have a bemo fare and then someone gave you one dollar. Example, You may say thank you to the person. But the question is, did you say thank you to God? Okay? Someone gave you an opportunity for work. And here you are, you're now working. You got your first salary. You thank the person for giving you work. But did you tell the Lord, thank you God for Do we understand that? So every blessing that you receive is a blessing from above. Whether you got healed from any sickness, it's not the doctors who made you well. It was God who made you well. Do you believe that? It was not your intelligence that made you qualified for UNTL. Or, or, or to any school that you applied for or applied to. But really, it's the wisdom of God in you that made it happen. Do you understand? So going back to my story, I knew it was God's provision. The money that came to us that we used to pay for our penalties for the immigration. It, it was God's provision. When you were paying that, that, the, the counter, the, the officer, I was struggling I was struggling in my heart. How senti hasan desafiu ida ya hone fuan. I said should I thank God or not? How dia kata kau agradece maroma kala lika. Because I'm paying off hundreds of dollars. Tambah how 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 selu osan ho dollar barak tebes. But I didn't see that it was God's provision for us. Tambah halu hari kata kita nene maroma kala provision ba ami. At the end of it I had to repent and ask the Lord for forgiveness. Tahun igus nene how my how persis are repentan husu maroma kala per down. For I did not appreciate His blessings. Bahaulu apresian ini ben sound. That made us able to pay. To pay off whatever we need to pay. Tambah halu ami bela atau selu selama ami persis selu. Are we thankful always to God? I hope we are. Now let me just summarize this message. 
we have the word always and it talks about three things. All right, can you read that? Always be joyful, always be prayerful, always be thankful. One more time, go. Right? Alright. Let me read to you this scripture. Because when Paul was writing the first Thessalonians, he brought them back to the power behind it. The power that will enable them to be thankful, to be joyful, to be prayerful. Because by our own strength, we cannot. We cannot be joyful, we cannot be thankful, we cannot be prayerful. But here's the promise of God. Let's read that first in Tetun. Twenty-four. Say halo imi hamrik ihan nia oin holaran mos tambania sempre halo tuir nia promesa. I like that. Tambania sempre halo tuir nia promesa, right? Tamba tambania sempre halo tuir nia promesa. I like that. Now let's read it again in English. Now it says. God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. Okay? Is faithful. Let's go back to verse 23. Read, please. Now, may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And verse 24. God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. So all those three things. Being joyful, being prayerful, and being thankful. You cannot do this by our own selves. It's only because of God who will make things happen. Do you believe that? So the victories that we have in our lives, we would always be able to appreciate it more if we are thankful, prayerful, and Joyful all the time. Now, let's go to this one point message. Okay, can we read it all together? True victories in life come to those who are joyful, prayerful, and thankful. Amen? Do you believe that? So let's always be joyful, 
Let's always be prayerful. Let's always be thankful. Tamayta sempre haksolok, sempre halorasang no sempre agradece. All right. Let's pray. Mayt halorasang. Let's all stand up. Let's just thank God for today. Father, thank you for the glory of your name. We thank you for this new year coming. Thank you that in two days' time we shall welcome 2019. You've been good to us in 2018. And so we're excited, oh God. That 2019 would even be better. Thank you for giving us hope in our hearts that you are taking care of things that all things they work together for the good of those who love you and those who are called according to your purpose Lord we thank you for what you are doing forgive us for many times we lose sight of being thankful forgive us for not praying not even fully depending on you every day and many times we do things by our own strength forgive us our Father God Forgive us for allowing things to change, the, to, to remove the joy in our hearts. Father, today we decide we will always be thankful. We will always be prayerful. We will always be joyful. Lord, we thank you this is possible because you are our Father God and you are a faithful Father who says to us I have taken care of things do not worry because I am your Heavenly Father thank you Lord that you are faithful you are true and you love us so much you gave your one and only son for us and so today we say we give you back the praise and the glory for 2018 we give you back the praise we give you back all the thanksgiving and Lord we thank you there will be a greater 2019 we're excited about your greater things because you've said in your word you know the plans you have for us plans to prosper us plans to give us hope and a great future and so Lord we trust you let's just raise both of our hands right now to the Lord Lord we trust you we say today whatever burdens we have for 2018 whatever problems whatever struggles we have Lord we lay them all down before you we lay them all down before you thank you 
Obrigado. That your burden is easy. Your burden is light. Lord, we receive strength from you. We receive grace from you. Oh, we thank you that you are going to be faithful because that's who you are as our Father God. Thank you, Lord. And so today we say we love you so much. We love you so much, O God. We give you praise and all God's people say and all God's people say and all God's people say a big thing. Amen.